0: Hello there and welcome to the No Longer Be Children podcast. I'm your host Josiah Meyer and we're in pursuit of a mature and stable Christian worldview. And uh, today as you can tell I'm driving and uh, so we started this podcast before I started moving. I'm not going to stop until I finish moving uh, which is how it's all legal and all good just so in case anybody's wondering about that. Um, and I'd like to share with you something kind of cool that... Um, I guess, God revealed to me uh, in the last couple of days. And uh, the first podcast that I recorded in this, you know, the 2.0 was on anxiety. And I'm kind of piece by piece figuring out how to reduce the load of anxiety on me, and just things that have stressed me out like crazy, um, taking those off. And some of them come from religious culture and, and stuff that I grew up in, and some of them, you know, just basically I invented them and put them on myself. Um because it felt like it was going to help me work faster or better and to some degree it did help but um, the cost was very high. Um, So the last thing I've I've discovered in not only anxiety but in, I think it's going to help with evangelism, just being a nicer guy, being able to make friends, being able to relate to people in a normal sort of a way. so a few years ago, I started blogging about hell on my blog, and uh, really started thinking about that subject, really, uh, really put a lot of emphasis on what I believed on that subject, because I was trying to figure out my theology that was kind of a gray area where I hadn't made up my mind, and um, a lot of people were talking about the universalism back then, and uh, still are of course, and you know, everybody goes to heaven, or... People go to hell only for a determined amount of time, and then they go up to heaven or something like that. Um, And I looked at the issue, and I looked at the Bible, and I was like, it looks pretty clear. People go to hell, and they go there forever, and they're consciously suffering in hell forever, which is a horrible, horrible thought. Um, And once I figured that out, it um, it really impacted me emotionally. Uh, And really, that's a big part of why I left um, on missions and changed my career path from being a teacher in North America to going overseas being a teacher, which didn't totally work out. But now I'm kind of back, and that's a whole other story. Um, But um, this this pressure of, um, you know, Jesus said the road is narrow and the gate the gate is narrow and the road is uh, is narrow that say that maybe go, the gate and the road is there I forget exactly but there are a few that find it there's few that are going to heaven out of everybody um you kind of get the impression it's one out of ten or even one out of a hundred uh are going to actually get to heaven uh and there are many who are going to hell and they're they're suffering eternally um uh consciously uh they don't even fall asleep for it they're they're down there suffering forever um So you can imagine how um, not only um, the stress I put on myself personally and I can tell you about some uh, skin issues for example that arose about the time that I really grabbed hold of this, took off on missions, I jumped into um, learning French and other culture, um, but also I just, and there were things, you know, the the podcast that I just finished on money helped me work through um, my feelings of um, like I didn't deserve money, I didn't deserve to be paid for ministry because it wasn't real work, uh, those were serious issues I also worked through and that put stress on me I felt like I couldn't stop working um, because I hadn't I hadn't quote unquote done a full day's work and so I had to keep working like till till it was dark out or whatever um All these things put stress on me but also this idea of hell and the fact that so many people are going to hell put a lot of stress on me to the point where I broke out in these strange hives, uh, itchy hives all over my body from um, my neck down to the soles of my feet and I for a while was wearing long sleeve shirts and long pants because um, my entire body, like I looked like I had chicken pox, it was just complete breakout of these strange spots. I wasn't sick. I wasn't didn't have the flu or anything. The doctors were mystified. Finally, figured out it was um, a condition called lichen planus, which is a stress-related disease. It's kind of mysterious, autoimmune sort of weirdness. Um, but it basically was: I was so stressed out um, that my immune system started going crazy and attacking my skin. Is it, basically how it works out. Um, then again, there was a lot of things that went into that cross cultural moves, uh, jumped into studying too hard. Um, but part of it was just this hell issue. Um, it's really messed up that so many people are, are suffering in hell, if that's true. Um, so all that is built up to last week sometime, I was walking down the street. And I forget exactly how it happened, if it was like a divine moment or just a thought popped in my head, but as soon as it came in, I thought, that is really true. Um, The thought was this. People's primary identity is not sinners going to hell. People's primary identity is not sinners going to hell. People's primary identity, saved or unsaved, is persons made in the image of God, who are fallen, yes, but are beautiful made in the image of God who are beautiful. And, yes, for sure, people need the gospel. That's why I'm a missionary. People need to hear about Christ. That's why I'm sticking my neck out, risking relationships, um, risking, you know, whatever. But people's primary identity is people made in the image of God who are beautiful. And this really, theologically, as soon as I said that, I was like, that really clicks. That makes sense. Um, I don't see in Scripture that God creates humanity or that God treats humanity with contempt um, like refuge or, or like garbage. Yes, there's are sinners. Yes, people need to be punished. But God, um, you know, desires for all to be saved. He, God so loved the world, that's all of us, that he sent his one and only son. I guess there's going to be some reform people that will disagree with me on this because they believe in a particular election, not a general election, I guess. Maybe I'm throwing down my gauntlet and saying where I stand on this, I don't know. Um, something to, to put more thought into, I guess. But it just theologically seems to make sense to me at this moment. And um, pragmatically, it seems to just right away lift a huge load off my back. Because... It's not ultimately up to me who goes to heaven, who goes to hell. Uh, That's God who judges. And there's certain things that Jesus said about um, the first shall be last, the last shall be first. If you've done this to the least of these, you've done it to me. Um, There's things that Jesus has said about um, well, Lazarus, you know, the poor man that goes to heaven. There's no mention of faith, there's no mention of repentance. He was just poor, and God had mercy on him, let him go to heaven. Um, You know, maybe there's people getting into heaven that my theology, you know, says they shouldn't be there, and God's like, you know what, I want you to go to heaven, because you've had a rough life. Um, You know, hopefully, The, the point of this is to say, it's God who judges, it's God who figures out who goes to heaven, who goes to hell. My job is to look at people and say, God loves you and to see the beauty in the person and to look at that person and say there is an aspect of the image of God that you manifest, that nobody else in the world manifests. Um, I just had my first Bible study on campus today and um, there's an agnostic seeker who is engaged to a um, Orthodox guy from somewhere in the Middle East, I forget where, who is I think she's an atheist or not practicing, not sure. But she's been coming, she came all last year, a lot of last year, and she asked a lot of questions. She's into it. Examining Islam, examining Christianity, really into Buddhism, kind of one of those confused sort of people. Uh, But very fascinated by Jesus as well. And uh, we had these pictures out on the table, this kind of group discussion exercise. And you're supposed to pick two pictures one represents your image of God, one represents your image of you and uh we all picked up different pictures and and that's kind of a way to break the ice and talk about ourselves and our our views of god and stuff like that and uh, she for herself she picked a flower because she was going to talk about how um she feels like she's blossoming in this season of life and she said and and i i chose this flower because and she kind of paused for a second and i said because you're beautiful and um there's, I mean, nothing sexual. There was nothing inappropriate about that. I have a relationship with her, and it's very, like, I, I knew that was appropriate to say that. Um, I, I'm very conscious and very careful of those sorts of lines. But at this particular moment, I just felt it was from God, and it was right to say, and I said it. And uh, she was really touched by that. Um, She's like, wow, like, I'm kind of blushing here, like okay, and she's kind of off her game for a second, then she got back back into it, like, no, well, actually, I picked this because I feel like I'm blooming in the season of life. But I felt like, you know, that was God that needed in this moment to speak through me to this woman to say, you are beautiful. And God made her beautiful because she is made in the image of God. And male and female are made in the image of God. There's there's an aspect of God that's demonstrated in masculinity. There's an aspect of God that's demonstrated in femininity. And I believe, this is my own personal opinion that I think probably others would agree with, if I would study more on the t- subject, I'm sure there's people who would agree with this, that every person has some aspect of the image of God, because we're all unique, some aspect of the image of God, that only they manifest, and only they express. And and if that person didn't exist, there'd be an aspect of the image of God that would we would never know. And so, why does this matter? Because it's so much easier to love somebody when I look at them and the first thing I think about is this person is made in the image of God and they're beautiful. And um, I sure pray to God that they are reconciled with God, that they find peace, that they find Jesus. I pray for that. I hope for that. I long for that. I fight for that. But the first thing I think about when I see somebody is not... Oh no, this person's going to hell. They're going to suffer. They're under the wrath of God. God's anger at them. God wants to destroy them. God's, you know, so wrathful against their sin. All that is true in its own way. The, The justice of God and the wrath of God, that's all true. But the other side of it is also true, that God loves them passionately enough to send his son to die for them. And... I guess we need to hold them both in tension, we need to understand both of them, we need to believe both of them, we need to, um, they're both so important. Um, so maybe this is me on the pendulum just kind of swinging back to the other side and, and you know, finding my center somewhere in the balance. Um, there might be some people that are so focused on the love of God, they, they need a little reminder that there is justice in God. Um, but for me personally, uh, this is something I want to share, This is this is starting to take stress off me. And I think this is able to, this is starting to make me into a better missionary and a better evangelist. Uh, when I was in high school, um, somebody I was sharing the gospel very actively with, and we had a lot of different you know interactions in the hallway and outside of classes, and she said to me one time, "It really bothers me that you think I'm going to hell." And uh, at the time, that didn't really I didn't know what she meant. And now in hindsight, ignore that. Um, in hindsight I'm not running out of gas my gas gauge is just broken in hindsight I realized that would bother me um, if if somebody felt that about me if somebody looked at me and that's the first and the only thing that they thought of is that I'm destined for the gas chambers or I'm destined for hell I'm destined to, to burn eternally um, I still believe in literal hell and I still believe in eternal conscious torment Um, I hold out hope that perhaps it's not true, and I am pretty sure that, um, although the door is narrow and the gate is narrow, um, there's going to be people getting in that I wouldn't have thought would get in, and there's some people not getting in that I would have thought would have got in, uh, which is bad news and good news. Um, but it enables me to hold out hope and just to kind of say, you know, it's not for me to judge. When I see a non-Christian or somebody that doesn't go to church, that doesn't mean they're not going to heaven. Um, it's not for me to say, oh, that poor sinner. Uh, they're going to hell, they're going to burn, and, and all this sort of stuff. Um, the first thing I, I think about, and I, I feel freed to think about, is this person is awesome, they're beautiful, God loves them, and this person needs to meet Jesus, who created them in his image, who, who made them beautiful, who's been longing to meet them. And who has so much in store for them? Um, just think of the beauty um, that will be, you know, so much more abundantly manifested if if this person made in God's image gets connected back to God, who made them and who loves them so much. So, I feel like I'm repeating myself a little bit. I'm uh, I'm idling in front of my house here, but um, very different flavor when I'm driving. I'm kind of thinking on the spot. And I can't pause it to really collect my thoughts and be like laser precise about what I'm going to say, but uh, hopefully it's it's helpful in its own way, and um, I hope that these thoughts are helpful to somebody out there. And Lord, I just thank you for the ministry that I'm doing here on the campus and people I get to rub shoulders with, and I just pray that uh, you would enable me more and more to share the love of Christ and um, to see the beauty that you see in people and the value that you see. In Jesus' name, amen.